Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to Being Hot is Hard, where we discuss beauty trends that make us feel bad so we can look good. I'm Zoe B. I'm Nina Oyama. And I'm Cass Page. And in the words of Marie Curie... I am among those who think that science has great beauty, and we'd like to add, beauty has some great science. The future's my face, the future's my face, the future, the future, the future's my face. So today we're looking at beauty experts that we trust and people who we defer to, and where do we get our knowledge from? Anyone want to take the lead on that? Because I just look at YouTube <laughs> reviews in a panic. <laughs> I'll I'll jump in. Um, I think it's really valid to talk about and important to talk about who we believe and why whenever we're looking at anything that we're getting advice for in our life and especially with beauty. As we've discussed, there is such a saturation of information. So much of it is conflicting. I, I have seen so many people who are considered experts and they all say different things. Mm. Um, I remember once going to a skin place that uh, said that they were going to give me a vitamin C treatment for my face and then going to a different skin place and then saying, hey, vitamin C is triggering your outbreaks. And then seeing another skin expert who said, hey, um, that's a myth. Vitamin C is good for you and will help you with getting rid of all your acne scars. <laughs> so the information is rife. I think. And who did you trust? Yeah. I feel like it's that, like, if you choose the red pill, then you believe this. <laughs> it's a very, like, binary. What did you? What yeah. was the result? I want to hear the end of this story. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, so I was having issues with my acne had sort of come back, and I was getting microdermabrasion done with, and they ended it with a vitamin C mask. The next skin place I went to, the place that I had originally gone to to do all of my pigmentation stuff with the lasering and the needles. They said microdermabrasion, because it pierces the skin, if you've got acne, it's going to pierce the skin and then move like all the bacteria in your acne, because you know how you're not meant to touch your face. They said it was going to move it around and could cause acne if you already had acne, because if you're using a physical exfoliant, you're going to open up your acne and then spread it further into open skin. And then they also told me that vitamin C was going to make it worse. So I stopped going there. I didn't go to the new place either. And then eventually I saw the skin person who I see now. And I, like, no. I, I found her on Instagram. And the reason I trust her is because she seems to always have information to back up her stuff. But in saying that, I wanted to sort of give a little intro with something a boy taught me on a Bumble day. <laughs> That's where information's found. Yeah, I don't know anything until a boy tells me about it, and we have to be dating, otherwise I can't hear him. 
<laughs> That's such a good rule because then I would listen to zero to one minute any given time. It's a good way to filter them out. Um, it truly is, unless you're polyamorous, in which case you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> there's too many male voices in Gotta your life. Gotta listen to too many fucking men. If you're, a, yeah, if you're a polyamorous straight person. Uh, say a prayer. No, um... <laughs> This actually, this legitimately, this Bumble date changed my life, which I also like love crazy, that like but- you went on a date and I'm assuming a first date because it was a Bumble date and it was like, all right, time to fucking teach a woman some things. Let's do it. No. Did oh my you God. just crack your knuckles? Yeah, to prove a point. For real? Yeah. That was so, that distressed me, man. I was like, it, it sounded like you were crunching a trip packet, but I could see you cracking your knuckle. Oh man. That. Oh, that was me being, being a man. It's insane you can do that on command. S- was, yeah, well, now I can't because I've popped them. Give me an hour. They'll go back to normal. Well, I can do it as well, but I didn't realise it would sound like chips through the speaker. Like, <laughs> wait. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I can't. Ooh. <laughs> if I think about it when I crack them, it's bad. But it's, it's cool that you have to wait an hour. <laughs> it's a knuckle-cracking ASMR podcast now, you guys. <laughs> You get you get three and then you have to wait an hour. It's, it's when your fingers have a little cum and then you have to wait until they can do it again. No, my my fingers can have multiple cracks. Oh my if god! You know what I mean? She's so uh, lucky. Ah, uh, uh, oh, just kidding. <laughs> well, what did what did this boy on your Bumble date teach you, Cass? So we were talking about what we were both doing, and he was studying a master's of the sociology of science. And I had never heard of that before. And it was really interesting. So if you're looking at the sociology of science, you are looking at science, the practice that we see. And the way that we all perceive science is something that is black and white, right and wrong. And we have scientific processes that are put in place so that we can find an answer, which is, of course, the aim and what we're all trying to do. Like, in good faith, that's what science is. But the fact is that if you like, if you go back in time and you ask someone, why don't you believe that anymore? And it's like, oh, I've got better information. So you've like, oh, we've got better science. We've got more things that are proving things correct. But if you go back through history, someone was always believing the false science. There's always a reason that people are believing something over another thing. And we have, you know, real world examples of this where we've got anti-vaccination movements. We've got, uh, you know, back when they thought the earth was flat and the guy said it was round and that obviously went really poorly. Set him on fire. (laughs) I mean, we live in a post-truth world and surely that applies to beauty as well Mm. as it does to other truths (laughs) exactly and it's it's not it's not in an attempt to give way to conspiracy theories it's the practice of looking at science something that we see as inherently black and white and Mm. we have a term for it scientific i don't think there's really another term to describe a scientific process Mm. we're meant to only take it at facts and we're meant to take things like bias and i'm already very lost cat you just turned into like a straight man that's lecturing me on a bubble (laughs) day like a whole three minutes i'm very confused no Honestly, and not at all horny. But so. I'm trying to keep up. My tiny little woman brain is not comprehending this <laughs> as well as it should okay, be. Okay, as a better summarization, when we think of science, we think of something that is free from bias, that is free from feelings, emotions, free from the day-to-day troubles of being a person having yes, to navigate so humanity, right? Yeah. It's like and an we, objective fact. That's yeah. what objective we fact. That's what, that's what science is, of course, aiming to be. And that's what we need science to be for us to believe it also we think but if we think back in history every single time any person has believed something 
that we later find out isn't true. There's a reason that they believe it. And it's we have to look at it from this holistic perspective where we also consider what's happening within a society because that molds who we believe, who we listen to, what we think, what we do. It affects all these other things. And it's not to say believe conspiracy theories and throw away science because it's not. It, it's going to be something that's going to help us understand what science is because ignoring those factors is not going to help us in any way. It's, it's Well, that's what happens when people say, I believe this source for X, Y, Z, and they're not considering any other context. So thinking of science outside of what we consider objective fact and looking at it critically to make sure that we are receiving objective facts. Mm. And if they are being coloured by other things, what those things are and just acknowledging them. And that guy was so lovely. We, well, he also taught me the joy of a mutual ghost, but I wish him no uh, ill will. He was uh, <laughs> no, he I was great. I hate this guy. And yeah. I don't no, he was like so science. lovely. He I was so lovely. Science, yeah. And I don't comprehend I it. Bumble. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> yeah, I've never used Bumble. I don't like men. I just want to talk about why I read Reddit. That's Why do you read Reddit? Why do I read Reddit? Because it's real people having real problems. Mm. I don't know. Is that a weird thing? I so this I have this theory that like all reviews on the internet that are on a website. Like if you go to Mecca's website, mm. I know like yeah. they delete a lot of bad reviews. If you go to Yes Style, like pretty much any mm. curated star system is usually manipulated, yeah. or there are like bots, I didn't know they did like, that beauty with... company bots. Yeah, so they like hire like a bot farm to be like my name's christine i'm 18 and i have combination skin and this product worked in miracles oh. for me there a lot of those people are hired and they're fake but if you go to reddit you can kind of like if you think someone's a bot you can go through their search history and you can be like oh you've never posted it before but you can like check if people are real yeah and maybe that's just because i'm a perv i once like saw this woman i like looked through her beauty history because i thought she had really good advice but then i looked to her like personal kind of reddit because you know how you can click onto people's personal yeah. Reddit page? Yeah. And her entire, like, Reddit page was her posting on an, a psychic uh, subreddit asking, will Manny fall in love with me? Does Manny love me? For, like, the <gasps> last year about a man oh. who clearly does not love her. But I'm like, look, that's why I like Reddit, because it's full of, like, real people who are fucking pathetic yeah. and they have real shit skin. And, and she can be crazy. She can be, like, absolutely crazy in every other facet of her life, but she might have really good skin. Exactly. Yeah, and you want to know her And secret. she has no reason to lie about having good skin. Because yeah. she's on the same platform that she's, like, telling people about her skin. She's also, like, asking a psychic if a man will ever love her in this really <laughs> pathetic way. So I just, that's why I like Reddit, because it's yeah. full of fucking weird losers that are very internet literate, but they also enjoy makeup a great deal. Well, that's good. So you're, the things that you place value in when you're looking for something to trust within sort of beauty is more not someone who is an expert on producing the products or their testing. It's more about real world anecdotes. So you you would rather trust a person, like yeah. and their own experience. Yes, because I'm a socialist and I believe the power of the people. Because <laughs> I also think that when you have those like paid influences or like, you mm. know, a brand that's called like Pat McGrath or Huda Beauty or whatever, like it's all, they're trying to sell you shit. Mm. Whereas like people that have problems don't have that much of a reason to lie. Yeah. Is there anyone that you defer to? 
Like, is there someone who's like, you're like, oh, I'll uh, check out so-and-so's like review on this because I trust them? Mm. Sort of. I kind of, I mean, this is so like classic. I feel like everyone defers to these two people, but like Skincare by Hiram and What's on V's Face on TikTok they're oh, kind of my two, I, but I don't listen to everything they say because, mm. like, for example, they're really anti-fragrance and I find, like, fragrance, my skin is fine with fragrance. Yeah. So I do think it's, like, a little give and take. It's a, I don't know those. I, I kind of have heard of Skincare by Hiram. I think they've I haven't up. watched any of his stuff either. Yeah, good. I so know please, he's famous, though. Yeah. Please oh, help us. he's so lovely. Like, you just, you look at him and you're just like, what a nice boy. <laughs> I'm a grandmother. I'm like, what a <laughs> nice a boy. boy. I want my grandson to meet someone like him. Um, But he's just so lovely and he just explains everything in a really simplified way and explains why these chemicals are bad. And he also gets sent free shit all the time. Like, he got sent Rihanna's, like, sunscreen. And he was like, look, it's good if you are this but it's bad if you're this like he wasn't just like sucking the dick of a celebrity Mm. being like oh my god like we love this in this house we stand he was just like was very objective and he and the thing is like i don't even know if i trust him because i just know i think he came from like he doesn't come from a science background he's like a, a former beauty counter person like he's just worked at many sephoras yeah but uh i like him and he's got a good vibe and every product that i've tried of his has worked for me so yeah. Well, that's good. So that's like further anecdotal stuff. Mm. And it's, it's consistent if they're working for you. Yeah. I think the person, I'm, I, as I said, I went through that whole list and the skincare specialist I mm. communicate with, I trust them. And I know that the reason I trust them is because they have been doing their own research onto scientific formulations of products. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's what I would want to do, but I don't want to do that. Like in my like yes for me I'm like, like oh. I don't want to go to med school for three years just so I can have a clear skin. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even think they have that background. I think they just are really thoroughly researching and looking at new research that comes out. So mm. they look at that stuff, and in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, if I wanted to commit to this, I would look at research as it was coming out and do all that. But I, I don't want to do that, which is why I see someone else and I defer to that person. Mm. And if I had a skin concern, I would immediately defer to that person and be like, hey, my skin's doing this. What should I do? I did that recently. I'm like, hey, I want to use retinol, but I've already got these products. What do you recommend? They're like, okay, do that. But I wouldn't do it more than a couple of times a week because you're already using like vitamin C or whatever it was. And Again, like I don't think I don't know it, like what their background is in terms of science. So you they did are... use vitamin C. Yeah. So you are using vitamin C. Yeah, I went we back because because she told me it was fine. She was like, yeah. "No, that's a myth. You, you are you are fine. That's not going to give you acne." And I trusted her. And I know that the reason I trusted her is because she is doing what I would trust in myself. So I'm just deferring to her. <laughs> I feel like you guys do so much more research into skincare than I have ever in my life well how do you pick what you use you guys yell at me you guys yell at me and then i do what you tell me to do that was one time that was one time and then i've also my best friend is also like i got this thing and it's good and i'll be like okay i guess i'll buy that now and then and then i just buy it and then sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but i feel like yes skincare is not something that i've put in i bought sunscreen this week um, hey! It was $15 and it, it's just like a basic sunscreen, but it's a starting point until I get used mm. to wearing it every day. Um, so now I do that. And 
that's because you guys tell me to do it. But I like I think it's like Cass, like I defer to you guys because I know that you know more than I do. That's so cute. Yeah, well, I've also <laughs> deferred to Nina. Yeah. And a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> I should not that's be in terrible... charge. Don't listen to me. I talk so much shit. I like, I really don't, I feel like I learn so much about my own skin like constantly mm. because I just like push the boundaries of like what it's capable of. Like this is what I've learned. This is like, yeah my knowledge and it all comes from testing products on my own skin which is not good but basically like there are two types of creams there's like actives which are like vitamin c aha bha that kind of stuff that like Mm. when you put it on it gets a little tingly maybe that's how you feel and that shit just like it makes your skin different but it like is hot it's harsh and then there's like creams i don't know like moisturizers (laughs) that don't contain actives that are like I don't know what the word is for them, but they just, they make your skin nice and that like (laughs) moisturized or whatever. Mm. And that's kind of like, they're the two categories. And I just feel like my entire life, I've just been like either putting on too much actives or like not enough and just trying to figure out the balance. I'll tell you something. Wait, this is what I was going to say before is that on Reddit, because I've got really oily skin, like I've got like the oiliest fucking skin and I hate it. And (laughs) it's just something that had like haunted me my entire fucking life is just having this like skin that like you can see it already. It's so shiny. And people are always like, oh, you're going to stay so young because of it. And I'm like, I don't think so. I think it's like. <laughs> I think it's know. seeping into my brain. <laughs> but basically, like, I go on Reddit and I, like, look. People can put in their little bios what kind of skin they have. And then, like, people say, if you have oily skin, this is for you. And so you can be really particular with which people you're taking mm. information from because those people will possibly have the same skin as you. And then I'm also on, like, Asian beauty forums because I'm like, I'm half Asian. Maybe my skin is Asian. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how these things work. I have Asian hair, so I'm like, maybe, even though I don't look that Asian, or I look a little bit Asian, but like, maybe my skin is more, it has more East Asian oily tendencies. So then I'm like, all over the fucking K beauty forums. So I'm just trying to figure out what works for me. But honestly, like, I don't know anything. I wouldn't I feel- take advice from me. So, oh, look, I started washing my face with cold water. I love it. How good is it? I thought I'd hate it. It's so good. It feels so refreshing and nice um yeah and i also have deferred to what's on v's face because i keep seeing tiktoks where she's like reapply your sunscreen so now i reapply too much throughout the day and I, it's like how, if oh god if, how many times do you have to reapply because i put it on at the start of the day well it depends then, all right like, so now here's the thing here's like, this is very fucking off topic but if you're wearing a full face of makeup how the fuck do you put sunscreen on pat it you need to get a special sunscreen pat it on top you need to get korean <sighs> sunscreens they're like this well yeah. for me personally i'm not going to be like Everybody this yeah. works for, but there's two types of sunscreens. There's like physical sunscreens, which are like really thick. They leave a white yeah. film. They're like really full on and they protect you the most. But then there's these things called chemical sunscreens, mm. which go on clear and they can go over makeup. And I find they work really well over oh, makeup. Okay, good. So I think the way, and I, I don't know dick about shit, but I think, so there, so if you've got a sunscreen. I don't know dick about <laughs> shit is a very funny <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't. I think it's pretty honest. So, like, if you've got a sunscreen and it says wait 20 minutes, it's because the chemical ones have to react to work. Be- before you put on Oh, before rest. they work. So if you've got sunscreen where it's, where it's, like, wait 20 minutes before going, going in the sun. Going out in the sun. Okay, I thought, yeah. like, 20 minutes before you touch your face. I was like, what? You have to put it on I- while you're still sleeping. <laughs> For me, I think referring to people, I would refer to like a beauty influencer more than like a skincare influencer. Like I'd look for someone who does a review of makeup. And I guess it's like fucking same, same, but different. Like six of one, half of a dozen of the other. Cause I'm like mm. more interested in that, I guess. That's the second time you've used this phrase today. And I don't understand what it means. Six of one, six of half one, a dozen of half the a dozen other. of the same other. Same thing. 
Because it's like, both this is sick. Six. Just phrased differently. That's I think amazing. I've been hanging out with my dad too much and I'm getting a lot of dad fucking slang happening in my life. Is your dad like the fucking honey badger? Yeah, he's just like <laughs> whip, whipping out like weird phrases that you've never heard of before. You're like, what, what does that mean? I was calling and you're like, hey, kiddo, you doing all right? And you're like, yeah, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> don't look directly in your eyes. Like, it's fine. He's like, he's like, hey, kiddo, I'm busier than a one-armed bricklayer in Baghdad. Yeah, and you're like, okay, cool. You're living your best life, old man. <laughs> oh, speaking of confidence, <laughs> I keep getting this woman who is half French on my TikTok for you page and I don't know what her qualifications are, but she'll just come onto my For You page and be like, this product will not work because the formulation has been proved to not work. This one has proven ingredients. There are studies. And then she'll like flash images of papers that I can't read. And then I don't know words. And she'll be like, this is a proven formula. Um, This product will work. You need to look for this percentage of formulation. And she is so confident that I trust her. She could... I know nothing about this woman. I know nothing about her life. She's just She just comes up and she says things with confidence. And I'm like, oh, why would she lie? Why would she say it with such a <laughs> such vindiction? Do you mean conviction? Yes. <laughs> I was like, why did it stop? Vindiction. vindiction. What is vindiesel. that word? That's not even That's a word. That's a vindiesel. Uh, yeah, no, I got a surgery last year that gave me the brain of a dog. Mm. And now it was I'm a success. As smart as a dog. <laughs> and now uh... <laughs> <laughs> the problem with dog brain surgery is it makes you as smart as a dog, but it makes you as dumb, dumb as, as a, a dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes you shit on a yeah. ground. But that's my Crohn's. But it makes you extra cute. You're extra cute. And everyone loves patting my forehead. So it's pretty lovely. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, do you guys subscribe to brand loyalty? Like, are you like, ooh, this brand was had made a good product for my face. I'm going to buy all their other yes, shit. Accidentally. Accidentally? What did you do? Ax, ax, no, not ax, I'm never like, oh, I'm like going to be super loyal to X, Y, and Z. Mm. I think whatever 
someone has told me to, I'll most likely buy. But I found that I tend to buy everything from the ordinary because I'm too panicked to buy anything else. Also, the ordinary is very yeah. cheap. Like it is, it's the same shit, but yeah. way yeah. cheaper. Like that makes so sense. So, like to me. everyone was just like, "Oh, the ordinary, like such a good starting point. The ordinary, is such a good starting point." And I was like, "Okay." And actually, starting the point. What if we it. ended there too? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Um, I was with Cass the first time I ever saw it, and you were buying some. Yeah, and I was like, "What's this?" And you were like, "This is what I put on my skin." And I was like, "We gotta put stuff in our skin." <laughs> and then I didn't think about it for like a year and a half, and then I was like, "I gotta start putting stuff on my skin." And <laughs> that's what this yeah. podcast should be called. <laughs> Put on stuff skin. on my skin. Like, and, on. Then, and then just like that was an easy enough starting point. And I think for me, like, because it's, it's cheap enough that I'm not panicking. Because like last week when you said how much, a hundred bucks that you spend on sunscreen, that... <laughs> Well, that was, mind. That, I don't do that anymore, but yes, for oh. a time, I spent $120 on sunscreen. Do you think as well, though, like price points have something to do with why we research mm-hmm. so well? Because I feel like I am happy to like research and then like order like a fancy like Korean moisturizer from online, but like I'm less happy to kind of wander into Priceline and be like, Oh, this. Oh, yeah, because it's an it's an investment. Like if you're spending, looks yeah. good. Like if you're spending seventy dollars on something, I want it to work. Yeah. I'm spending $70 on anything that yeah. goes on my face. I want it to work. Like, I think the most expensive thing I ever bought was like an, like face wise was an $80 concealer. And like, I researched the shit out of that because if I was going to spend that much fucking money on something that goes on my face, it has to fucking work because if it's a little jar that sits in my drawer, I'm going to be mad. Look, I'm, I'm the same. I think, I think you're spot on, Nina. Like you need a recommendation. Oh, I, at least I do like to spend money on something fancy. So the only things I've ever bought that are expensive for myself was that sunscreen that, that I mentioned. I had that recommended to one of the skin places I went in my journey. They gave me a sample of it. They're like, this one's good. And I put it on. It was amazing. And then I went to buy it and I saw how expensive it was. And they were like, oh, we, we've, we've got this other one. You can try this one instead. It's a lot cheaper. And it just wasn't as good. And so I bought that because it worked so well, but it was literally, they got me with a sample. And that mm. that brand Synergy, everything I've tried from them, so they used to have this, like, they might still do, like, this lip balm thing, and I got it as a free sample. That lip balm fixed my lips like no one's business. I've never had a lip balm work that well, and then I looked it up and it was, like, $50. And I was like, I, I can't justify a lip balm, but I still remember it fondly. Um, the, the skin <laughs> specialist I see now, I have bought expensive things based on her recommendation. One of them didn't work and it was crushing because it was $128 for an eye cream um, that I was allergic to. But aside from that, yeah, like I go with the ordinary because they're cheap and I feel like mm. they, I like their, their whole gimmick of not having a gimmick and having it be all mm. upfront about what's in the ingredients. I Which is very confusing. I think like it's very confusing for a first time. That, that's the thing. Person. People are like, oh, the ordinary is a good one to start with. And it's like, not if you don't know what you're doing. Not if you like, don't know what you're looking for. In all fairness, I, I like the first thing I ever bought from them was like the buffet serum. Same. And yeah. some moisturizer. And then I was like, and then from like, that's this good enough starting point. And then I work from there. Yeah. And then I think. I think it also relates to what Nina was saying before. Like, I think when it comes to expensive products, like, obviously, like, I'm fucking poor. And if I'm looking for someone's recommendation, I want it from other poor people because I don't want someone with already, like, skin that's been fucking, yeah. you know, Botoxed and zipped and zapped and all this other shit. And they're like, oh, I just put on this light cleanser. It's like, no, I... Like, yeah. I don't... I can't do all that. I just I'm- use this, like, $200 La Mer oh product. Yeah. <laughs> And it makes me look a mess. And then I, have you ever watched that, like, oh, it's 
the Vogue people's Ooh. Vogue skincare oh, routines. No, and, and they're I will like, never. it's like Madison Beer's yeah. twenty-one step skincare routine, and she goes in with this like weird face cleanser that I looked up. It's like eight hundred dollars. Then she gets a gold bar and she rubs Jesus. it on her face. I don't, I don't understand what the, but it is, it's so weird. And then she's like, I only use like this La Mer cream and it's like only fucking only. Expensive. only yeah and that's the thing like I think yeah it's like, like you want real people's opinion like you want someone I want skincare from people who have bad skin yeah like to begin with I want mm. skincare opinions from people who have terrible skin to begin with because that is my starting point as well I thought my skin had gotten quite good over the past couple of weeks because I was it rubbing looks very good. I'm wearing quite a lot of foundation Glowing. glowing. I'm wearing the It Cosmetic CC cream and I love it more than anything in the world. This was my $80 foundation. Oh, um, it's good. That refused. <laughs> I love it so much. But I thought my skin was getting really nice and I was like, fuck yeah, my skin's getting really nice. Uh, I had two really big pimples on my forehead because um, one, ca- one, one grew and then a second one grew next to it because apparently they come in pairs <laughs> and it hurt. And anyway, that was still happening. But the rest of it was pretty clear by like this one fucking behemoth pimple on my forehead. Hmm. Um, and then went to my parents' house, and they have much better lighting than I do, and my skin was not getting good. Oh no! It was getting, it was, it still was quite bad when you looked at it in good lighting. And I was like, oh no! No, I think that you looked at it in bad lighting, and that's what made your like, skin look it's bad. Like the- I hate that though. I do think there is a specific type of bathroom mm. light that really like the, brings the out white your colors, and that stuff always the, starts me. Yeah. That lighting only yeah, exists and in it always puts me rooms. on like a mission to pick. Like like any change room I've ever been in, that lighting exists, and I'll be like looking at my back and being like, when did that? When did it look like that? Yeah, change room lighting's fun. Oh, my God. Can we talk about squeezing yes. pimples in change rooms? Yeah. Something I do yeah, on Nina. every time I go into yes, a change room. Nina. You don't do this, Cass. You always, it's because it's always, they always the, make your pimples yeah, look they really got that obvious. Real obvious. And then lighting. you always have to kind of like rub the spot as if you didn't <laughs> like, um, do it and then put your hair, kind of, I always put my hair over like, it. I've always rocked As if I wasn't rooms. just picking it. Oh, yeah, I have bangs, so... She can hide it. My favourite hairstyle for me is, like, bangs and then, like, bits on the side. Like, So (laughs) So you only get one third of face? Oh, like, such a small segment of face. I've had people notice and push my hair back and be like, don't hide your face. And I'm like, that's what I'm fucking trying to do. (laughs) Ew. Don't touch me. Those people suck. (laughs) It's like like another version of, like, smile. Mm. Girls should smile more. You should show off your whole face. It's like... No, I made my hair specifically like this because I'm very insecure and I don't want to, you know, like, wear less makeup. Like, it's naturally beautiful. It's like, no, no, I'm, I'm actually tricking you into thinking that. Where am I wearing, like, three different types of eyeliner, you fucking idiot? I have eyelashes like, glued so to stupid. my face. You don't you're know so stupid. me. You think I look like this without makeup? Like, fuck off. Even now, like, I've st- I think I, like, nailed no makeup makeup. Because I read on a forum, it just used cream mm. stuff. So now I just use, like, a cream mm. contour, cream highlight, cream brush, and then I put on, like, a light powder. And it's just kind of like, like, oh, your skin's looking so good. And I'm just like, yeah, fucking good. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's working. <laughs> this isn't me. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, do you have any brand loyalties, Nina? Yes, I do. I So the other thing I was going to say is I take cues from – a lot of Asian beauty, and because, like, I can't read the labels because I don't <laughs> read Korean, I need to know mm. which product is called what. And so that's something that's really helped me. Um, I, I have, like, brand loyalties to this brand, Sulwasu, which recently I actually, every single time I use this brand, it clears my, it makes my skin look amazing, but the bottle 
is fucked. Like you cannot get product out <laughs> oh of the bottle. God. And like recently I was trying to decant the bottle into a little tub so that it could for ease of access and it just like slipped <gasps> and then it smashed on my no. ground and I was like, no. It's also very expensive. So like not only the, like the I had to spend like, Yeah, it was fucked <laughs> up, man. Like like at Sephora, this bottle of stuff was like like $150 oh and God. I was like a hunting on yeah. the internet and I found two bottles of this product for $87 and then there was like a discount if you bought stuff for the first time from the store and then I downloaded Honey which yeah. like gives you more discounts so I got two bottles of this product for like $80 which that's another reason you need to research because yeah. you need to know how to get it for cheap, cheap. yeah um, it's, it's- the answer is strawberry net guys it's literally like and just make a new account every time because you get like a sick discount yeah. oh that's a good tip Anyway, but yeah, I do have I have brand loyalty to Sulasu, Hadalabo, and Cos Cosrex, Cosex, and also like fancy brands like Chantecale or whatever, which is like a mecca brand where every time I use their product, like it has made my face look like ten. Like I got this sample in like a mecca sample box, and I put it on, and like the next day I look like a teenager. Like oh, I was wow. like, what? What the fuck is in this? Like, this is like some Kate Blanchett, like, getting <laughs> fetus on her face at, like, a Look, New York we all boutique, could afford, like, level. If we all could afford fetuses, we'd all put fetuses on our face. Yeah, we'd all do it. Truly. I'm going to have a baby just so I can use the afterbirth as a face mask. <laughs> um, just no, cut the eye hells out. Fresh. Um, anyway, let's not think about that. That's very dark. But, <laughs> but this fucking Chant- Chanticaley or whatever, I looked it the fuck mm. up and it was like $350 for a tub of this magic Jesus. shit. And I was like, I'm not buying that. But I have been like stalking Facebook Marketplace and Gumtree to see if I can find like it at a discounted Ooh. rate because I'm very desperate for yes. Young well, skin. definitely send us the yeah. link. <laughs> no. Send us the link to that because I am very interested now. Do you have brand loyalty to them? If I could afford it, I would. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but they're kind of like my four brands that I would go to. And also in terms of makeup, yeah. like I think I have brand loyalty to Nas because mm. that shit is okay. magic. I don't know what they put in it. And also like. I shadow wise tart because tart just like soaks up all the oil on my face. Also, I like that it's called tart makes me <laughs> yeah. happy because it's a little bit. Tart. Have you tried the Morphe eyeshadow primer? I would suggest it if you guys are like if you're like oh I really struggle getting eyeshadow on because I also have oily lids. This base is fucking like super glue. Oh, well, that's good like, to know. Like absolute super glue really? will not fucking move. I got greasy lids. Yeah, I use I got greasy lids. I use it too cuz I wear glasses and so I use it to put on my nose so that my makeup doesn't lift every time I wear my glasses. Oh my god, and it works. And it works. Oh my I'm god. I'm going to take this so on board. Yeah. Cuz I've been using under, NARS like, and it's okay, but it's like yeah. not amazing. Look, this stuff I like it was like I want to say $4. I really like Morphe cuz it's it's cheap. Everyone has like an opinion on Morphe. Um, but the, the price point is good. It's because they collabed with James Charles, who was problematic and then wasn't problematic and is, is it, now like the punchline yeah. to every joke about makeup. Which is so weird because I also, like, I, I got given the Morphe-Jeffree Star collab. Ooh, shit, dude. Controversial. Yow. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah. Don't you think, like, if you love beauty, you just, like, part of you just goes, you know what? 
I, I'm rolling the dice. Like, I used to really like Kat Von D tattoo liner like that because yeah. I, again, oily lids. Like, that liner is fucking amazing. Mm. But then it's like one of her eyeshadows mm. was, like, literally named after, like, Nazi prisons or some shit. It's not that, but uh, it was something, like, to that effect. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, she was, it was, like, one, where it was, like, one she was step away from calling there. an eyeshadow swastika. Like, it was literally oh, that bad. Yeah. Would you buy it now that she sold her brand? Because she doesn't own it anymore. Yeah, so now that it's KVD. Um... I don't know. I probably probably not. But she does make really good products. Mm. I think that's the thing. I think if you already own something, then getting rid of it for the sake of getting rid of it, I think is really wasteful. Yeah. And there's a big difference between it's that whole thing of voting with your money. Like if you already have something, getting rid of it is it's contributing to a waste issue. Mm. You're not helping anyone. Choosing not to buy something makes a difference. Throwing something away does not. Yeah, because I'd, I'd go given a couple of Jeffree Star things. I will. I bought like a lip gloss of his once. And, an, and a mini eyeshadow palette of his once, like, a couple of years ago. And, like, I'm not going to throw them out because at this point the money is, is like, Cass said, the money's there. Yeah. I'm never – it's spent. Like, I'm never going to buy his stuff yeah. again. I've, I've made a conscious decision not to – I, like, unsubscribed, unlike, fucking everything from this person as much as you can. But at that point the money is there and throwing something away for the sake of throwing it away seems – Wasteful. Because he doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit, so yeah. like, I'm not going to buy a new one to replace it because I'm still poor. And this is why you should do research. God, don't you hate it when you buy a makeup product and then you're like, no, it's gone into the pockets of a psychopath. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you know Damn Sea it, Monkeys? I didn't mean to. All the profits from Sea Monkeys like goes to support like white supremacist hate groups in America. What? what? Since when? Since yep. forever? Now we got to not watch Sea Monkeys. They're just little brine trim. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, the guy that invented them. Go f- Not only was he a Nazi, he was also born Jewish. So he, like, really wanted to be a Nazi. Like, really wanted oh, to be yeah. <laughs> Fuck. It's fucked up. Um, Fuck, that's crazy. Do we yeah. want to end on Nazis? No. I feel like it's uh, very funny. I was, like, I said the one I was going to say, like, the other thing that I really look for when I buy products, particularly makeup, is because, like, I have really whack eyes, like... You can't tell, um, but they're like, I have hooded eyes. Not only are they hooded, they're also like downturned. So most tutorials on how to like do good makeup for hooded eyes don't work on me. So I find that like when I'm looking for makeup products, I look for people with similar faces, similar color schemes, Mm -hmm. and also like whack eyes. Like if someone has like weird, sad, downturned eyes, I'm like, hello, I'm going to follow your makeup tutorial because you look amazing right now. And when you didn't have makeup on, you look like absolute trash. So that's something that I really look for. Mm. Like I follow a lot of uh, influencers that have like black hair because I have black hair and like darker features. So I find myself Mm. following like a lot of the main girl I follow right now is called Makeup by Tori. I don't think she's very smart. I think she's a fucking idiot, but she does great looks. And I feel like her face... Yeah, compliments that's, that's my all, face. All you got to be yeah. is pretty. We've all got one talent. Yeah. No, I love I love this girl at the moment, um, Michaela Naguera. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that last name correctly as well. You know, when you have to read something phonetically, you're like, I'm going to yeah. wing it. <laughs> uh, she is from Boston. She has like one of those thick Boston accents. Oh, yeah. And she talks about makeup and I love her. I love her so much. She's like, all right, guys, today we're going to fucking talk about, and I'm like, Oh, you sound like a boxer. I know the person you're speaking about now. I did not know her name. Yeah. That is oh, delicious. Yeah, she's sick. I followed her. I actually followed her because she has like this really good, um, t- like she's a TikTok has got a really good concealing trick on how to cover acne and I have like lots of acne. So I was like, teach me how to do that. And then she just is very 
Oh, I just love her. Her, her voice What's the sounds trick? like nails. Yeah, you have to you tell him the trick. It. Not tell. You have to say. No, it drop, was like drop she, the you trick have to in buy the comments, s- sis. <laughs> yeah, it was like a special thing. You get like the Nars Prime Pot concealer, and you put that on your stuff before you put foundation on. And it didn't. I, I don't own those products, so it didn't work for me, <laughs> obviously, because I, I don't. I can't afford Nars. I don't um, think so. Then, I reckon that's a scam. I think anyone that tells you to like layer things over concealer is a is a scammer. I think look, I think the trick to conceal is putting it on after your foundation. Call me crazy, but putting that is on something seven that's... layers afterwards. Yeah, apply after because yeah. like you just put a lighter <laughs> foundation and then you just dab on whatever concealer and blend mm. it mm. as so. I've also heard that because I got taught to do concealer first, but then I heard a girl I think I'm still friends on Facebook with who had become a makeup artist, and she shared a thing being like, if you put your foundation on first and then you conceal, then you're only ever doing what you need. You're not using excess because your foundation might you know, take away 50% of it so you don't need to completely conceal it. And I was like, oh, that makes Mm. sense. I like that you're like, yeah, this girl I was going to delete, but then she became a makeup artist and therefore is useful to me. No! No, she's in my life, in the peripheral I was I was going to delete her. I was going to delete her and I was going to make one of those statuses that's like, if you're seeing this, congrats, you survived the cull. But then I saw her makeup tutorial and I was like, babe, you can stay. No, she was was cool. We were friends in primary school. And in my mind, I'm like still that little kid and I'm like, fuck, she's so cool. So I still friends <laughs> and she is really cool she's such a good makeup artist that's oh all God, Cassie, on it. absolute sweetheart don't you find as well so i don't actually watch that many makeup beauty youtubers like i'm mm. not obsessed with like i don't have like one cult person that i follow mm. but i do do a lot of so basically on reddit my favorite things to look at are this website called pan porn which is um <laughs> basically like you know the when you finish like an eyeshadow and you get to the bottom and there's a little silver bit? Yeah, you hit That's the pan. That's called the pan. <laughs> yeah, you hit yeah. the pan. And so pan porn is basically like girls that have used up or like people that have used up their makeup and they've hit pan and they want to show them so they want to show everyone that they've finished a product. Because it's so hard to finish an entire eyeshadow yeah. or an entire blush or whatever. And so it's like people that are really proud of using up all their makeup. That's one of my favorite Reddits. And the other one is called Makeup Rehab, which is basically I joined it because at the beginning of the pandemic, I just like maxed out my credit card on fucking crazy makeup. And then I had all these like weird beauty supplies that I didn't need. And so makeup rehab is about like people that are learning to curb their spending or people that have like 50 eyeshadow palettes and they keep wanting more, but they don't want to buy them because they can't afford it or don't need it. But makeup rehab, I've been learning a lot about beauty influencers because, like, a lot of those girls, the problem is that they watch beauty YouTubers who are like, we got the latest palette, here's how we're going to use it, here's the colors. And so they're trying to, like, unlearn to basically whenever they see that, this, like, little voice in their head's like, you should buy that palette. And then they buy the palette and it costs $70 and they grow into debt. Mm. And so, like, they're just trying to unlearn that kind of stuff. But one of the tricks they said was um, if you follow makeup artists as opposed to makeup beauty influencers influencers because they're less likely to kind of review what's the latest trend to come out and they're more likely Mm. to like do makeup that's longer lasting that like looks better on camera as opposed to like the makeup that looks good in front of the ring light with like the perfect lighting all around in a tutorial so that's something that i've been like kind of looking into is just trying to do a little bit more MUA research, as it were, <laughs> instead of like, you know, watching YouTubers that do that thing where they bake under the eyes. Cause I've tried Ooh, that yeah. and I look yeah. psycho when you bake <laughs> under my eyes. I like, it's all you can see is these two little white. <laughs> 
blotch yeah. on my I, face I, and I look like a clown. I can't put anything, like, my under eyes, if I put anything more than a light foundation, and if, if it's, even if I do that sometimes, it's Wrinkle City. Like, I look terrible. Yeah. It's not, yeah. makeup yeah. does not like me. Same, but I continue to wear it. But anyway, yeah. that's another no. little... A little hot tip. Hot from, tip. From Reddit. <laughs> and on that note, I've been Zoe B. I'm Nina. And I've been Cass. And we're beautiful ladies. Thank you for listening to Being Hot is Hard. <laughs> Bye. You'll never get close. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 